Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my Talk 1071 and live streaming all over the earth at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to open up her very own kangaroo sanctuary, ladies and gentlemen, Queen of the Marsupials, Alexis oh, Thompson. Oh, jump in my pouch. Good morning, Fluffy. <laughs> it's sticky in there. Good morning, buddy. Whoa. It Whoa. is. Whoa, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Good morning, Don McLean. Good morning. Good morning to Kenny. I'm having a close encounter already. That's right. <laughs> and good morning to all of you on this Tuesday, April 28th, 2020, 603 on the dot. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome to National Blueberry Pie Day. Welcome to National Brave Hearts Day. Welcome to National Great Poetry Reading Day. Welcome to National Superhero Day. And welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Alexis Thompson, how is your delicious, hot, steaming, caffeinated uh, beverage this morning? Oh, it is very, very delicious. Is it hot today? Hot, steamy, black, uh-huh. Italian-y. Uh-huh. Roasty toasty. There we go. Yumbo. Don McLean, I can't see your vessel. Oh, there's your vessel. Yeah, it's a clear vessel today. Um, it's a Twin Cities Paranormal Society uh-huh. vessel that I have here. It has a herbal tea in it, and it's a little cold, but it'll do. It'll do. It'll mm-hmm. do. Cheers. I am also drinking a cold beverage. Yeah. Out of a uh, out of a glass coffee vessel. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is delicious. I needed oh, a little good. iced beverage this morning. Kenny, uh, bourbon, nice. uh, vodka, what are you drinking? Uh, <laughs> I can coffee. barely wrap can barely wrap my hand around my huge vessel. Whoa. Uh, what Whoa. Uh, what inspired you to break away from coffee and drink something cold, Jason? Oh no, what, it's, what's going on? It's cold coffee. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's cold <laughs> coffee. I'm trying. I'm just trying Again, I'm trying to turn lemons into lemon pound cake. Mm. So I, I did my grocery shopping yesterday. So when I was there, I went, I saw in the refrigerated aisle, they had uh, Starbucks cold brew already done. So I was like, oh, okay, that'll save me a few minutes. I'm just going to try it. So I'm trying it this morning. Not bad. And now look, I'm going to go back to making my hot coffee, but uh, <laughs> okay. th- this is good. It's good for a Tuesday. And I just, I wanted something cold. And yeah. luckily it was cold, and I'll get to that in just a second. Mm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. cheers. cheers. Mm. Oh, God. I'll get to it right now, actually. Yeah, what's up? I'm not real good around the house. Um, <laughs> I'm not Kenny. I'm, I'm not Kenny. I, uh, I'm not manly at all. And uh, I, last night, 
Colin wasn't around, and I was in the house, and, uh, well, I made dinner, okay? Now, let me just back up a little bit. I made dinner. I nice. uh, I grilled up some chicken. I made a little uh, chicken fajita. Um, Because the Target has like already seasoned fajita meat, you know, so I I got the fajitas and uh, made some fresh kern on the cob, grilled that up. And uh, so I'm I'm sitting there, I'm eating, I'm watching a fabulous episode of Dallas from my favorite season, season six. And uh, and then I get done and I go uh, into the refrigerator to enjoy a couple chunks of watermelon, nature's candy. And uh, I was Yum. like, okay, oh, I love yeah, watermelon. nature's yeah. candy. So I'm um, 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 eating it. So then, mm-hmm. so then um, I'm, uh, I go for a walk. So I'm walking. I'm just thinking about life. I have my, uh, you know, and I come back and I'm like, oh, I am parched. I shall go to the refrigerator to get uh, some water out of the dispenser. My refrigerator was um, like, there's a little uh, display on the front of it. Uh, like, uh, you know, there's lights on Nothing. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh-oh. Okay. So then I open up the refrigerator. The lights are off. And Uh-oh. I'm like, are you kidding me? What? Are you kidding me? The, the appliance, uh, Colin's gone, and now the appliances start uh, breaking down on me. <laughs> oh, no. So I was like, holy crap, what's going on? So I'm freaking out. I'm like, okay, Jace, you can handle this. You're a 45-year-old man. <laughs> so I texted the super, and I go, hey, buddy. Yeah, you also have a landlord who can fix it all. Exactly. Now, Lex, no, now, damn it. Give me a little bit of credit here. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm to, sorry. You, you're getting a little ahead of me. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Whoops. So, so I texted the super, and I go, hey, Andy, the, the, the your refrigerator is it's like it, it's dark. Like it just it just gave up. You know, <laughs> yeah. he's like, crap, that's fairly new. Like we bought it right before we moved out. And I said, oh, well, I don't know. he goes, well, try to pull it out of of. And I'm like, what? Because it's <laughs> it's built basically into the cabin. It's a very tight fit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, OK, so <laughs> so me just, you know, a little gay me. I'm like, <laughs> trying to pull this beast of a refrigerator out of the other what it should be on we it should have little wheels well, on but it, kenny it? it's so tight in the cabinet you know what i mean it's such a tight you can't fit get into, a grip yeah i couldn't right. get a good grip and i'm like can't wiggle it right and then finally i got it out and i'm like oh it has wheels and then i was like oh this is cool when when did they start putting wheels on refrigerators so so i will it out <laughs> well well oh I, I don't know so i thought well this is amazing this is amazingly easy so i pull it out and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to do the the old-fashioned dude trick of, well, I'm plugging it and plugging it back in. That always yeah. fixes everything. Or, right. you, or you Fonzie it, you hit it a couple times. So yeah, I right. did yes. both. And I went, eh. nothing, eh, nothing. Eh. And so I, I plugged it in, <laughs> I plugged it out, and I thought, oh, well, maybe the circuit breaker. Maybe I maybe I did something. So I went into the laundry room. I actually know how to do that kind of thing. I wow, know how that's to. That's impressive, geez. Yeah, thanks, Lex. I know I know how to look. I do know what it looks like if I if I if I uh, if I uh, break a circuit or whatever the hell the term is. If, if a breaker has been tripped. That's what Kenny said. So I go in there. I'm like, nope, everything's not tripped. So it's you know. So I returned to the kitchen, and then um, my unplug plug thing didn't work, and it was still no no lights in the front. 
and I open it up, still, it's dark. Oh, it, it, my it's, God. It's dark. You know, my lights aren't. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Because now I'm thinking, now I'm thinking this. I just went to the grocery store. Yeah. Now, if this was Sunday, oh, gosh. I, I would lose a lot less money because I, we it was kind of empty. Right. I'm like, I have You're chopped fully it loaded. full. Girl, girl, I'm fully loaded. I got. Do you have a cooler? I got Kern. Hell no, I don't have a cooler. Alexis knows all about that because she bought a half a cow, uh-huh. remember? And, oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, she I was grilling. Yeah. My dogs were happy that night. Well, I have a little cooler, but nothing to take, you know, the remnants of my refrigerator. So I was like, oh, my gosh. So I just told him, I, I, ta- I said, don't worry about coming tonight. I'm going to just pray to Jesus that the food will remain <laughs> cool until you can get here in the morning. Because dude has three kids and, and I, I, it's the it's the pandemic. It's like, OK, so they yeah, just don't open it very little. Exactly. Just keep it nice and tight. So then I started. Yeah. I thought, well, yeah. no, no, I, I was even more proactive. I'm laying in bed. And I'm watching Designing Women, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to Google this. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to Google. That's what that, Dawn, that's what Google's for. Yeah, yeah, I totally. So, so I Googled, refrigerator just stops working. And I and I put in my brand name, and son, son of a preacher's man, the first, the first uh, listing was this fix-it guy. I don't know, Mr. Refrigerator or whatever. And this woman from uh, Shakopee. On this national website, this woman from Shakopee <laughs> had this question, my same refrigerator, and dude said, oh, that's called the Sabbath mode. Because I, I realized that when I plugged it back in. It's a religious refrigerator. Exactly. It, huh. it, it, it flashed SM and 66, and I thought it was some uh, satanic thing oh. or something. So Satan's I, maker. I put 66. in that code, and then that's when I got uh, I got uh, Chica from uh, uh, Shakopee. And the guy goes, oh, you just hold your finger on this button and hold your finger on this button for three minutes, for three, 30 seconds, and it resets the whole thing. Ah. Sabbath, oh. Sabbath mode. I guess just means uh, I don't know how it triggers it, but it shuts down all fancy things for seventy-two hours. But it still keeps food chill. Oh, I don't know why we need that. I don't know what that. I don't know why we need oh, Sabbath mode <laughs> in in the refrigerator. But Amish. anyway, I was like, ah. oh my god, and I fixed it. Son of a biscuit. Oh my god, I fixed yes. it myself. Wow, jeez. All by myself. I was like. Look at me, because I was like, I don't need this today. Not today, Satan. Not today. (laughs) Not this week, Satan. That is amazing. YouTube, really, you can Uh, fix anything with YouTube. You can learn to do anything. Anything. On YouTube. No, I mean, that's the moral. That's the He-Man, Masters of the Universe moral to this story is Google really can help you, and especially a wayward uh, homosexual like myself, who I don't know anything about the kitchen or, or uh, what appliances. What did we do yeah. before Google? We let YouTube. our food spoil. That's what we did. Oh, <laughs> we had to actually had to take a map out. Yeah, so there <laughs> we go. Map. <sighs> I'm just thinking of all the applications exactly, you know, that yeah. has made our life better. Well, I am exhausted after that story, so we're going to take a break. <laughs> Me too. I'm going to get wow. some coffee, and we'll, long be, road. and we'll be right back. <laughs> well, the stress didn't stop in the North Loop of Minneapolis. <laughs> No. The stress also occurred in the beautiful suburb of Shoreview. Welcome back. 
Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything. Alexis's people are coming for her, right, Dawn? No, They're yes, coming they for are. her. We're going to talk about that in a little oh. bit. They're coming for you, Lex. Is my work here done? Well, Papa? Not today, girl. Not are you today. Here for me, Papa? Yeah. Oh. Um, 619. Okay, now, honey, why was. Uh, now, I know I'm not going to act like we, I mean, we chatted yesterday, but, uh, but for the sake of the show, uh, <laughs> right. yeah. hey, Lex, why was uh, hey. yesterday a little stressful? You had a stressful day yesterday. <laughs> and, you know, even the word stress stresses me out. So I even like paused to even say it was that. But it really was. Uh, we haven't left, uh, Zendai and I haven't left the house in, you know, six weeks. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll go for walks and we'll do like little things, but not like out out you know and so just the anticipation of this alone i think built up to just feeling this way yeah um but zen needed his four-month immunizations yesterday and we have already pushed it back far enough because he's five and a half months right now yeah and you know i didn't want to have to start over again and have to do the booster and you know because there's a time frame that you have to get the second one and the third Ooh, one and stuff mm-hmm. so so, you know, we're just getting ready for that and just packing him into his little car seat and just, you know, getting to make sure the backpack was right. Did we have clothes? Did we have diapers? You know, just the normal stuff when you're going out, right? But then to add on top of that, just who knows who's going to be at the clinic and how are they doing this? And they did a really great job in terms of, you know, keeping us at a distance. We had to not only check, so you normally check in, you know, with the receptionist, but they also had like another table right when you walked in and they asked about 20 questions. Do you have a fever? How are you feeling today? Did you, um, have you been in contact with someone that's been asked to self quarantine and, Oh, you know, nice. a whole bunch of things, and they had, you know, this hand sanitizer and masks if you didn't have one, and just all the stuff that you need, right? So, Zen is not really a happy camper at this point. <laughs> She's like, I've never been out of the house yeah. except to Costco one time. <laughs> I, I, right, saw this place, I saw this magical place called Target. This is not magical, Mom. <laughs> For half my life, yeah. I've been inside. <laughs> right, it's true. It's like, what is this weird place? <laughs> Uh, yeah, he was definitely feeling that. So he was cranky. And, you know, at one point, I think it was just being in the car seat because he's not used to that. You know, yeah. there's that motion of up and down. So anyway, I was like, OK, I got to just take him out of this and, and hold him. So I brought the car seat back to the car, took him out, held him. You know, I have a mask on, gloves on. Anil has a mask and gloves on. Then we find out that only one parent can go in. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. So it's like, who's going to go in? You know, thank goodness it was me because then he got hungry. Oh, you know, it just. And you're right there, girl. And I'm right there. Yep, I got I got the goods, you know. And so then um, we get into finally get into the room, and you know, I and you guys have probably been wearing them more than me, but you know, have a mask on for an extended period of time. Yeah. And gloves. It was hot, you know. So yeah, it just. Yeah, and just, just breathing into that. And luckily, everybody, you know, everyone was safe. They had gloves on and and masks. And, you know, at first when I made the appointment, they said there would just be 
babies there, two and under, because, you know, basically for the same reason we did. They had, you know, to get immunizations or, you know, whatever. But we get in there and there's like elderly, (laughs) there's the babies. So it's actually good, you know, the most vulnerable they're serving. But, you know, they were on the other side. And, you know, it's just all the stuff is going through my mind, you know, just... And then you can't tell if people are smiling and, you know, everyone, you know, they're at the doctor, so they're feeling cranky, maybe. I don't know. But, you know, I'm smiling at people, but then I'm like, no one can tell. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, smize, girl, smize. But then I was like, ugh. And then I started, you know, just, it's just exhausting. girls. Right. And then to have him cranky and whining and, you know, just upset to be there anyway and then he you know go watch your kid get shots and stuff it's just a whole new world and just yeah really really weird the doctor he had you know you could tell he'd been wearing his mask for an extended period of time and you're just like wow you guys really are even though this is just this pales in comparison to those on the front lines of helping those with coronavirus or doing the tests or anything i just Oh, wow. I was just so happy to be home. In fact, I was sitting there just thinking, gosh, I'm hungry. I ordered an entire cheese pizza. (laughs) And (laughs) we picked it up on the way home. (laughs) I was like, like, oh, that's good. I need to eat something like real good and like just worth it. So we ordered a pizza. Oh, God. And that tasted divine, but it just. uh, How did he like those shots? It's always so sad because they just, you know, they don't know what it is or that it's coming and oh. oh the first time you know his two month shot he took it like a champion and then uh this time uh he wasn't yeah. even supposed to be out of the womb at that point oh, right. <laughs> you're right he, was, he doesn't even know <laughs> yeah he was on. really trying to you know what the heck this time yeah they, i had to hold his thighs down oh and then he was real just like cranky all day and all night and but we did give him some tylenol you can give him a milliliter and that seemed to help a lot and Aww. he actually slept really good Oh, but you could tell his little thighs are all like t- t- uh, tender. tender. And he's got his little those little circular band aids on there, and um, oh. but he's twelve pounds six ounces. Nice, yeah. Oh, oh my, baby gosh. getting big. Oh, he's right big, on the curve Lex. for preemie babies. Oh, he's so yeah. cute. I mean, I took there was a picture that you put up a couple of days ago. That's just. I mean, they're all really cute pictures, but I like cropped it, sent it to my sisters and my mom. I'm like, oh, look at the preemie. He's real happy now. We had a whole conversation about Zen and uh, they just wanted to make sure he's doing okay. I'm like, he doesn't want to sleep at night, but uh, he's real happy as you can see. He's real happy. Yeah, he's just a joy. But yeah, sometimes at night, woof. And Uh your sisters being preemie nurses. Yeah. Oh. So your, so awesome. your moment of zen sponsored by pampers we're gonna <laughs> take a break don't forget follow us on social media for more zen photos lex in the cities for more photos of her animal crossing sex dungeon dawn at dark <laughs> and mine's just jason mathis and don't follow kenny back after the and now on jason and alexis in the morning a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s it certainly is a big bun. It's a very big bun. Big fluffy bun. It's a very big fluffy bun. Where's the beef? Some hamburger places give you a lot less beef on a lot of bun. Where's the beef? At Wendy's, we serve a hamburger we modestly call a single. And Wendy's single has more beef than the Whopper or Big Mac. At Wendy's, you get more beef and less bun. Hey, where's the beef? I don't think there's anybody back there. You want something better. You're Wendy's kind of people. Da, da, da. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. Da, da, da.
We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. We're right here, Rocco. Hey. That's very rude. rude. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, everything orangutans. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. Um, on this Tuesday, now we. We have a segment, an occasional segment that we thought was just a joke, you know, uh, it was just something to poke a little good fun at our lovely Alexis. Um, and uh, we called it uh, basically Bring Alexis Back to Her People. Rocket Man, help us figure out where Lex is from. That's right. Uh, because, uh, you know, I don't mean to talk about her when she's right there, but <laughs> occasionally Alexis uh, will, will exhibit behaviors that can only be described as extraterrestrial. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's right. I don't know what you're talking about. And sometimes, you know, she when making videos, she looks up and to the right uh, when she, you know, just stuff like that. And looking to the homeland. Yeah, she's yeah. Looking, <laughs> looking to the homeland. She's looking to the stars oh, when she's, she's making she's her looking. videos. Yeah. That's right. Uh, well, this uh, this is about to get real real because the Pentagon, I'm sure you saw this. This was trending. The Pentagon yeah. uh, released previously the uh, cla- uh, previously classified videos of possible UFO encounters with Navy pilots uh, in two different years, I believe 04 and 15. Um, now, I can't really... Recent. Yeah. I couldn't believe that. Very recent. Now, these the one is the freakier one. The, these two pilots are talking back and forth, and this thing is like oblong and rotating and flying like no other aircraft uh, this human has ever seen. And uh, they were about 100 miles out over the Pacific. These were two Navy fighter pilots. So and it was hovering above the water. Uh, and you can hear the pilots going, look at that thing, dude. There's the audio if you want. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Dude, this is wrong, bro. There's a whole fleet of them. Look on the ASA. My gosh. They're all going against the wind. The wind's 120 knots to the west. Look at that thing, dude. Wow. That's not an LNS though, is it? It's not. That is an LNS, dude. Well, if there's a other thing, it's rotating. It's rotating. Okay, <laughs> so if that's not uh, scary enough, I just stumbled across this. He posted this. When, when was this? Yesterday. A former uh, former Senator Harry Reid of Nevada, and Lord knows Nevada knows about the UFOs. <laughs> but yeah. Senator, oh, yeah, they're living among them. Senator Harry Reid, if you guys don't know, was a high ranking, high ranking uh, Democrat when he was in the Senate. So I say that because dude knows things. Mm-hmm. You know, he would have been in a lot of meetings. Listen to what he tweeted. He uh, he uh, retweeted the the video, and then he he said this. I'm glad the Pentagon is finally releasing this footage, but it only scratches the surface of research and materials available. <laughs> the U.S. needs to take a serious scientific look at this and any potential national security implications. The American people deserve to be informed. 
And the per- the person that broke this story, if you don't know, last year, because if you're into UFOs, you've probably already seen these videos. Yeah. Uh, Tom DeLong from Blink-182 is the one that leaked these videos. He is the one who left the band to do UFO research, if you remember that. I don't know if you do. I don't. I'm okay. stunned. I'm like, no. Yeah, so he How has... How did he get his hand on these? Well, he has um, a website called To the Stars Academy of Arts and Science. It's um, a group that he has with NSA, NASA, and the Department of Defense ex-members, and they are trying to expose, and, and also uh, retired CIA members. Um, he started this and was so interested in it that he got together with these people that want to expose the truth. He's the one that leaked these. And so the New York Times got a hold of it last year. And But it's just amazing now that the Pentagon's like, okay, well, now we have to say that these are real. I, I'm, I'm shocked that they have, you know, uh, said that they're real. Because yeah, the timing is curious, isn't it? It is. It's like, are Why you just now? trying to distract us from something? Ding, ding. That's what I'm thinking. Well, look, and me included, uh, people were making, uh, you know, detractors uh, of the president was making fun of the Space Force. Maybe we need it. Maybe he knows something we don't. Maybe we need the Space Force. I don't know. But oh yeah, I mean it's all fascinating, and uh, if that's just the tip of the iceberg, Don, well, it sounds like you're a lot more into it than we are. I'm sure you've probably seen some things and oh, heard some yeah. things. Yeah, my daughter and I were talking uh, last night uh, just about this because she's super into it too. She has yeah. a UFO tattoo on her back. Oh, she does. <laughs> yeah. Oh, on nice. Her yeah, it was her first tattoo. Really? Yeah, it's it's a cute little tattoo that she had done. I started all of this because I gave her a gift certificate to get a tattoo. Yeah. And now she's a tattoo artist. And <laughs> there we go. <laughs> no, but she's really into it as well. Um, and uh, this is just the kind of stuff that is like we. Uh, I'm sure that they don't want to tell us everything because they know that people will freak out. They don't want yeah. us to know that they're already here. You know, you think they're already here? Oh yeah, they've been oh, here for of a course. long time. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Don't you guys watch H and Aliens <laughs> on Friday? Jason's okay. face okay. looking at me like okay. what? <laughs> but Dawn says it. Lex, I wish you could see Dawn's face. Dawn says it with such a casual of like, "Yes, I'm going to buy some apples today." Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, of course so they're delicious. here. Now, yeah. what do you? Now, what the hell do you mean, McLean, that they're already here? Like they're walking like uh, like Alexis, like among us. Sure, yeah. Hmm. I think they can shape shift and be different. Uh, they're all different types of aliens. You know, some people say that Taylor Swift is an alien. What? <laughs> well, that it's would explain B. Arthur. She's awake. Will you call her, actually, Kenny? Oh, we sure. should. Let's, let's call her. Let's probe her. Uh, let's. Oh, gross. No. <laughs> no. Oh, wow. No. That's what they well, say. I'll join your team before I do that. <laughs> let's check in with B. Arthur, because this would make a lot of sense, Lex. Forget you being an alien. Maybe B. Uh, Arthur is actually the alien. Remember, it's like Fight Club, okay? We're not supposed to she talk probably, about this. She probably sleeps elevated, too. She probably doesn't even own a, ve- a bed. <laughs> she hovers, Kenny. Yeah, she, she hovers above her. Gro- goes yeah. prone and hovers. She hovers yeah. above her mattress. Yeah. we. But I, this but, would explain so much. Do we yeah, have, I'm, okay. with, I'm with Dawn. Uh, you think, think they're, they're here? here? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Do we have her, Dawn? I think they've been here lights. a yeah, long... Yeah, she should be on now with us. B. Arthur? Hello? I'm just going to ask... Maybe. I'm just going to ask a real blunt question, okay? 
Okay. <laughs> Are you an alien? Mm. Sure. Okay. Oh my God! Oh, God. Wow. Could you? <laughs> God, I hate you. <laughs> it's part of the defense mechanism. Is this it is Kenny? what they do. They, is this yeah. what they do? It's like, fight, just, it's like Fight Club, guys. She'll just agree with us just to shut us down and belittle us. Yeah. This is a serious question, Amy. Yeah. We do believe you're from another world, another planet. Because did you see that video from the Pentagon? Yeah, I did see it, and I heard you guys talking about it. Yeah. Does it cool, ring, right? Does it, does it ring true to you? Does it does what does what ring true? Your 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 home planet's uh, vehicle. When you when you when you look when you look at that video, do you get wistful? Do you do you remember your childhood? Nostalgic. Yep. You get nostalgic. You get nostalgic for your home planet. Amy, when when you when you originally came to this planet a couple of thousand years ago on your. Uh, on your UFO vehicle, did they open the door and and set you loose on your little uh, your little travel unit that broom that you ride? Did they just open the door and you drop out of the the, the mechanism on a broom? How did that work? Hello. Just like you said. God, she is not in the mood for this conversation. She's just confirming it all, you this guys, is Lex, right now. You're right. She's because yeah. this isn't typical. Usually, she would be uh, saying that uh, that we that she hates us. This She's is this is back. yeah. This yeah. is very yeah. interesting. I find yep. her behavior very interesting. Uh huh. Did you hear what happened? I'm reading this book, and it's called. What to say when your employees call you and accuse you of being an alien? <laughs> wow! Amy, I have, some, I have some technical questions, Amy. How in the hell did you guys build the Great Pyramids? That's amazing. Because we know aliens so did it, and obviously it you were so there. Easy. It was so easy. So easy. Were, were you the construction supervisor for that program? Were you the? You know what? We just. We just threw those big blocks up there, and that's how they landed. Oh, wow. That's, <laughs> that's amazing. That's great. Well, Put some treasure yeah. inside. Well, I, yeah. how do you repopulate? I, I mean, are, are you out here? Is Max human? Or is he, <laughs> how, what's, uh, what's going on there? That's a great uh, question, because Max uh, is very, very cool. So is Max... He's super intelligent too. Oh yeah, well, he can solve a Rubik's cube in like 0.5 seconds. And if you can't more say so anything, than the rest of us. if you yeah. can't say anything, just blink sideways. <laughs> like we can see anything, James. <laughs> blink, blink. <laughs> Her eyes fluttering like crazy right what, now. Wouldn't it be crazy though if she was like V? Dawn, remember oh, V? V. If, the, if, oh, the show V was great. Yeah, if she comes home at night and just unzips her reptile costume, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> her, her crawls hey, out of- I want you guys. I want you guys to think about something. Okay. Yeah. yeah go ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay. Look around you. Well, at a distance. Yeah. Look around you. Think about the my talk staff. Think yeah. about Lori and Julia. Lori and Julia are radio hosts. Oh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That does seem odd. That does seem uh, a little very odd. Yeah. How, did, how the hell did that happen? Yeah, let that sit with you for a second. That's okay. very true, B. Okay. Uh, very true. Okay, okay. 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 well, wait a minute. Alien. You're right. 
you're right, Amy, that is very odd. And when you start thinking about it, it doesn't make sense. But who allows that to go on every day? <laughs> who is their yeah, supervisor? Kenny, she's making the point. She's making the exactly. point. Exactly. To. Exactly. She's yes. making that point. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Well, B, we'll, we'll let you get back into your Jonathan Winters egg. Thanks for playing. Bye, sweetheart. Oh, bye. Bye. Thanks, B. Hashtag Mork and Mindy reference. We'll be right back, everyone, with the <laughs> headlines of the day. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 107.1. Uh, it's coming up on 649. Let's get caught up with the news in the overnight with Matt Belanger from 5 Eyewitness News. Good morning. Hello, my talkers. Here's what's happening on your Tuesday morning. Vice President Mike Pence will make a stop in Minnesota today to visit Mayo Clinic as he looks to learn more about Minnesota's aggressive plan for COVID-19 testing. And this comes as several states across the nation, including Georgia and Tennessee, continue to take steps to reopen their economies. Those two states, in fact, are allowing people to start dining in in restaurants again, despite concerns from some that it's too soon and what it could mean for public health. President Donald Trump is facing more pressure right now to ramp up testing for COVID-19 nationwide. In Minnesota, the governor's stay-at-home order remains in effect until May 4th. That's Monday. Keep in mind, that could be extended. We're expecting to hear from the governor on that sometime this week. And facing that reality that the stay-at-home order could continue, restaurants and bars are just doing whatever they can to survive this time. At Al's Breakfast in Dinkytown, they're focusing on takeout and to-go orders, curbside pickup, but also they've started selling bulk items like their pancake batter to people just to try to get some money coming in the door. That restaurant also continuing to offer free meals for employees, including those who've been laid off to try and help in the situation. And the chain Red Cow, Red Rabbit, those locations are offering take and bake and grocery items on top of focusing on uh, curbside pickup meals as they all try to bring some money in the door. And at this point, the financial director for the restaurant group said it's just about surviving. Industry experts say that restaurants and bars could take a $50 billion hit in the month of April alone. And sadly, some have already made the decision that they're going to be closed permanently. They're not going to be able to recover from this. Last headline here for you from around the world. Uh, the head of the Olympic Committee for the 2020 Games in Tokyo says the Olympics could have to be canceled next year if the coronavirus persists into 2021. You'll remember the Summer Olympic Games scheduled for Tokyo in July. They were already pushed back to July 2021. Now the head of that group warning that the games could be called off entirely if the virus persists. That's the update here from 5 Eyewitness News on our Tuesday morning. Guys, back to you. Thanks, Matt. Matt, we'll be back on the 45s uh, with the latest news headlines. And you can get news headlines any time of the day at KSTP. Dot com. Yeah, Matt is very accurate in that report, as he usually is, as he always is, I should say. Um, restaurants are. I mean, there's a lot of ingenuity coming out of this, but there's also just survival. And, uh, you know, as far as great ideas, he mentioned Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Um, people are doing cooking classes. People are selling their dry goods, like, you know, kits for their dry, uh, you know, if they make, uh, I don't know, pancakes, they, they sell that mix or they make a great burger. They sell the seasoning mix and they're just doing, yeah, they're doing everything they can because even, you know, even when restaurants can't open up, I know I, um, I have a friend who's a reporter in Dallas and I was watching his report last night. 
in Texas, and, and, and I think I got this right, restaurants that reopen, they cannot have permanent menus. So, like, let's say we oh, sit yeah. down. The, the menus have to be a single-use oh, right. paper menu. Okay. And you have to use single-use wrapped silverware. Okay. And condiments, too. Yes. Um, for the time being until, again, um, we get a That makes a or, lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. It makes and, you feel uh, safer about going yep. there. And uh, they're going to be at about 40 to 50% capacity. So a lot of these restaurants are going to have to, when they reopen, it's not going to be sunshine and lollipops immediately. They will still have to do a hybrid of in in dining room dining service and continue with takeout. Because it's mm-hmm. it, the takeout's been, yeah. for a lot of folks... It has been the saving grace it, mm-hmm. and because it, God bless all of you. People are actually still six weeks. Remember, I said I was worried that mm-hmm. the initial, you know, that first couple of weeks, everyone's like, I want to help. I worried that we would get to where we are right now and people would be like, OK, I'm done. I've no, helped I've helped. No, no. people are still That's doing great. takeout Tuesdays. I met so We're getting many quarantine f- fatigue. Yes. That's yeah. the new buzzword that's going around yeah but there are but like matt said there are some restaurants sadly that are just deciding to close for good el burrito mercado uh permanently closed their minneapolis location um they announced that yesterday not saint paul let's be let me say this loud and proud saint paul is staying open it's their minneapolis location that they've made the tough decision to close Mm -hmm. permanently yeah. That's one of many. I, I I'm not gonna do a um, an obituary here, but uh, uh, they're a good friend of ours, so I'm using that as an example. Yeah. It's tough decisions being made out there in the restaurant industry. It's well, all industries, retail, but yeah, uh, yes, it's yeah, retail's forever going to be changed. It's, well, and even still with restaurants and the limited space and you know the extra precautions, I still think that that will be a deterrent for many people to go that first wave. What do you mean, sweetheart? Meaning, you know, you once they open limited capacity, I still think people will, will have a lot of caution mm. to even go in the first place when they're open. Yeah. But then, you know what? I also think there's going to be, because of, like you said, uh, quarantine fatigue, right. I think yes. people are going, not going. I think some people, there is a large section of the Can't population, wait. yes, that are so frustrated mm-hmm. and so... Um, yeah, they're frustrated that they are going to go and roll the dice. Uh, right. That they, they are going to go regardless. I'm kind and I was just saying, like, the whole, like, takeout. Yes. It, it's so important that they're doing that because at least then for those, you know, who feel that way, they're like, at least I can do that. Absolutely. And still do that. Yeah. And you guys, let me, let me I, I can tell you personally, it is helping. Don't think... You know, I had so many people tell me, oh, well, it's just one meal. No, 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 no. It's like what with the three what, like the three of us tell you when we raise money for charities. If everybody donated $5, yeah. We could be done. All, every meal that you're ordering from these local restaurants, guys, it helps. Mm. Trust me when I say that. Every single meal that you're ordering is helping that team. It really, really is. So yeah, it all adds up. Oh, it does. It does. So please. You're solving for X right there, Jace.
Oh my gosh, he fixed his fridge yesterday by himself. I don't oh. know how much more I can I, do. I, 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 wow. I, I, doing math. And- I'm fixing refrigerators, Lex. I'm doing math. <laughs> I am exhausted. I'm, exa- I'm, I'm, I'm investigating your home planet. I am exhausted. Thank goodness there is a commercial that starts right now. We'll be back.